The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back to our continuing Dungeon World campaign, Perils of Parandisi. Take a seat at our table as we bring in The Thief, played by Mickey, and The Barbarian, played by JJ, as they join up with the others at the monastery. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. Today, we continue our Dungeon World campaign, The Perils of Pandisi, where we are going to meet two new characters. But first, let's meet our regular cast members. Uh, let's go right around the table. Start with you, Mickey. Hi, everyone. It's Mickey. I'll be playing Demaya, the thief. Hello, this is Jongdon. I am I'm also known JJ. as JJ. <laughs> and I'm a little bit confused because... Is it Pandisi or Paradisi? Parandisi. Parandisi. Is that what, not, not what I said? You said Pandisi. Pandisi. Which is, that's whatever. That's where the pandas are. Aww, <laughs> it's going to be right when I Pandisi. type it out. Don't worry. Okay. I'm Chris. I'm the special guest. Super You're special. very special. So I play Aglin or the Bard. Emphasis on special. Super yeah, special. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is Kurt. I am playing Shadrock the Druid. And this is Mike playing Snickle Fritz Bombus, everyone's favorite, known Fritzy. as Fritzy. Fritzy! America's sweetheart. All right, so how America's we're going to pick up here today is we are going to get our two new characters introduced into our party by our resident bard. How we're going to do that is very similar to how we got the druid and the wizard into our game. So we're, we're going to start with uh, Mickey, with Demaya. Uh, can you describe where would Demaya be found in the world and what would she be doing? All right, so Demaya would be in the city of Manx. Um, when you find her, she would be at the town center or square buying some fine jewelry and fine clothing, spending Miss Lady Vostra's money. She's Ooh. just left, She's just spent the last couple of weeks with Lady Vostra milking her out of some much-needed coin while her husband's away because, you know... <coughs> Demise that way. (laughs) (laughs) My mission has just changed. (laughs) I have to take her to a monastery? I know, right? Let's let's see how this works out. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Okay. So go ahead, Chris, with Aglanor. How do you approach this? All right, so Aglanor is going to, while you're shopping, approach you and um, pretty much. What, What does she see approach? Let's give her the character description for Aglanor. Um, Aglanor is kind of, you know, he's an elf. He's tall, slender, typical elf stuff. Uh, dressed in just street garb, nothing fancy, or you know, but he's not certainly not uh, underdressed. And he's just going to approach, almost like standing next to you, looking at the same items you're looking at, and then um, just say, "So how you been? How are you, Demaya?" I'm well, elf. Who are you? Well, my my name's Aglanor. Of course, you know who I am. I have not heard of your perils or, or exploits. Should I know you? Now, this is where we can use a Dungeon World move. If you look at the basic moves, and we kind of did this uh, when the wizard and the druid were introduced. But under the basic moves, there's a spout lore. If you think your character may know about something, you consult your knowledge of it and you come up with something. Or not, depending on your role. But you would roll plus intelligence. So do I roll? Or yes. Does, okay, so Aglan, I So roll. 2d6. Ooh, not yeah, prepared. You need both of them. All right, so t- I'm going to spout mm-hmm. lore to figure out if I know who this Aglanor person is. Yep. So I've got a three and... Oh, my. You get your first failure, I think. A two. two. A two. 
Is it your initials? So that's five, and add your intelligence modifier. So six. So essentially, no. You have mark no XP. idea who this person XP. is, but you mark an experience. Woohoo! Yes. So n- not only do you not know who he is, but he has definitely invaded your personal space. So now I am very wary of this person okay. because my, my nature is to just be, um, given how I am, I'm just very cautious and uh, suspicious of anyone I run into. Well, I'll uh, kind of chuckle and say it's it's nice to actually meet someone who hasn't heard of me for a change. It's refreshing. Well, I don't know if I like uh, someone who's so... I can't even think today. So crass or um, just wants to show off all the time. Elf. Well, I'm actually here on business. And what kind of business are you into? Well, I, I've... Uh, there's there's some problems I need help with. And um, not personal, just, you know, that there's there's a party I'm part of that's that's adventuring has some issues and uh i've heard that you're having some issues here in town that you may be looking for a way out uh, so you think you may you know me elf and like she's kind of kind of trying to walk away and you're kind of mm-hmm. like i kind of vision her kind of going to to different um, yeah and i'm shops and, and mm-hmm. you're just kind of keeping up so you what problems you have problems why are they my problems well they're not necessarily your problems yet but they will be someday there's, they're base. They're after something that's rising up in this world that's dangerous, hmm. and you are the the probably the greatest thief I know of, and I know of a lot of thieves, and um, I'm trying to assemble a group of the best to go and tackle this problem. If it's it's a problem, it's a small problem now, but it will become. A very big problem later, and it will become your problem later. Now, would it be okay. common knowledge uh, that Demaya is a thief? Yeah, would it? That, well, that's up to you. Well, he or, says he knows other thieves, right? So, yeah. would I know someone that you know? Like, is there a name that you could drop that would give me a clue that um, you're into? Yeah, the, the, the way I the way I approach Aglinor is he's been around for so long that he just kind of knows he keeps up with just about. Everything he sees that's important, he knows about. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If 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 he needs to know who the best thief is, he's he's been around long enough to know how to get the name of the best thief. So let's say like you drop the name of someone who I, I have respect for. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, so this this guy's in, and you know that I'm pulling a job and I need to get out of town mm-hmm. like yesterday. So as soon as you say that, she kind of warms up to him and it's like, all right, well. I, I need some I need to lay low for a while to let the heat cool off of this latest job, so uh, I'll listen. Now between the two of you, I need the name that was dropped. Ah, uh, let's go with Belladin. Belladin sounds good to me. Okay, got it. I was going to say with, Richard Dreyfus, but not going with Skank the Shank. <laughs> not Skank the Shank. He's he's the shady character. We'll run into him. Mm, you don't respect him. Okay, so Bella we have Dreyfus. <laughs> a Bel- Belladin is now a thief in this world. Go. Okay. So um, I'm going to have to hit the road pretty soon there. Yeah, I can provide you a place to lay low. If, Of course, if you'll be willing to help out with our group, we can certainly keep you hidden from whoever's after you. Well, I definitely need to say goodbye to Lady Vostra, if you know what I mean. That's fine. You do, <laughs> you do whatever you need to do with Lady Vostra, and I'll just uh, wait here in the town square, I guess. Well, it'll take a while. Uh, okay. I've got a lot of things I need to pick up. That's fine. That's fine. 
I'll be here. You'll be here. I'll be here. (laughs) You can buy me a a glass of mead, and I'll tell you more about it. (laughs) So Demaya can go wrap up the business that she has. Yes. Um, Is there anything that you would expect that you would, I don't know, lift before you depart that you don't already have on your character sheet? Yes. Lady Vostra has this um, gorgeous necklace that that I like. That lays like kind of like right in her cleavage. It's something. It's an heirloom of the family, and that's kind of what attracted me to her originally. Because this is the piece that I want from this household, because it's it's very valuable, huge diamonds. So she's gonna go back to the house, and you're like, oh, you know, I've just received word that my family is in dire need. I must go to Victoria. You know, I've enjoyed our time together, lady. My mom's sick. I can't come in today. <laughs> I've got to go. Mm-hmm. I hear your husband will be back. And Lady Vostra's like, no, my husband is irrelevant. I'm going to leave him for you. No, lady, I would not let you ruin your life just for me. I'll remember us fondly. <laughs> She's packing. It, yeah. She kind of slips the necklace and, and puts it in her pack and, and takes off. And Lady Vostra's distraught and crying. And kills herself. Because her redhead is leaving. Oh, she might. She might kill herself later. We'll find out. Okay. <laughs> well, she finds out what I took, maybe. <laughs> okay. So then, after you're done packing up, uh, you can go and meet Aglanor. And what's the next step? All right. Um, as we're leaving town, I'll kind of explain things to you, saying, I'm glad you decided to join us. What we're involved in is there's an old god that... Uh, starting to rear his head again. He's kind of been forgotten, but he's just starting to accumulate some power, and the rest of the, the others I've spoken with are already at a monastery starting to get on the trail of, of this issue. So that's where we'll be headed. Um, but we have to make another stop before we get there. There's one more person I need to, I need to get involved. Okay, so she's going to want to pump you for information about these people. Does okay. that work in the game? Like she, she wants to know as much as possible uh, about the other characters. Would she, would she not have to roll anything or a uh, if, anything? If she's asking you questions, it's up to you whether you answer them or not. Yeah, I, I would. Um... Between characters, there really isn't a social mechanic. Okay. Right? Between characters and the world, the mechanics are there for parlay and, and whatever we want to put into it. Gotcha, but, but not character um, to character. Yeah, I, I, I shy away from it completely because we typically play a cooperative game. Mm-hmm. And if you want to keep something hidden from another character, mm-hmm. it's only going to stay hidden for as long as I want it to anyway because I'll bring it to the service. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it might be great for the story as it's progressing, but otherwise we just keep, uh, keep a cooperative party. So share what you want at this time and keep hidden what you want at this okay. time. So what, but there's what, nothing she can roll to get more out of you. So what is it you want to know? So I'd want to know their names and kind of their ba- um, some exploits about them. Anything right, well, I need to be aware of or well, anything I could use to my advantage. One of them, his name is Shadrock. He's, um, he's an interesting person. He's, he's been living in the forest for a long time. He's a druid, and you know how druids can be. Yeah, I've run um, into a few of them. Yeah. But, but, he's, he, but he's a nice enough guy. I think, I think he'll get along just fine. Okay. And who else? Um, it's in the house. The next, there's one other person. His name is Snickle Fritz, uh, and he's a wizard. He's a little odd. He goes by Fritzy, so call, call him, please call him Fritzy. Fritzy. Don't call him Snickle Fritz. He's very charismatic, um, but when situations get serious, you can depend on him. Okay. 
um, are so I'm the only thief. So far, in this yep. group. So far, I've Fantastic. I've not approached anyone else. Fantastic! I love to work alone. Yep. And we're going to a monastery, you say. And there's mm-hmm. a god. What was the name of the forgotten god? Azara. Azara. Azara with an H. H I Z A R A is the uh, technical name. And who are we going? Who are we going to pick up? We're going to pick up a man named Strong Don. It's always good to have some Strong Don. What is he? He's uh, he's a fighter. Ooh, fighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been fighting for a very long time, and he's just become available for us to get involved. Hey, to get involved with us. He found so, him on Match.com just I yesterday. Did, I did. I found him on <laughs> BarbarianMatch.com. I use eHarmony for my match. Oh, yeah. anyway, it's always good to have some muscle on the team. Yeah. I agree is. with this. Okay. What are, you, what are, you, are you implying I'm not muscle? Well, elf. <laughs> Let's be serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, anything else? That's all for now. Like for right now, she just wants to observe you, and you know, she's gonna like periodically quiz you. Like you know, tell me about the job that we pulled in Stevenson, or mm-hmm. to see if what you've heard and what you know about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he would um, he would successfully answer any questions you have like that. Fantastic. Uh, and he would not fall for any trick questions. Like when you said, "Remember that time I lifted that jewel, and you never lifted a jewel." Well, mm-hmm. he would know that. Yeah, that, I could see. Like that would be the trip like at yeah. first should be like you know tell me about the job we pulled in stevenson or remember and i'd be like house. you mean the job so-and-so pulled in yeah, stevenson? <laughs> yeah. that's you what he really says richard dreyfus pulled that job I, I can't remember the other else i got a, i got her na- name stuck as richard it, um, it's awesome that there's a richard dreyfus <laughs> so i think the name needs to get changed when uh when it's not richard dreyfus it's actually um uh, Belladin. Belladin. Can it be Richard Dreyfus though? <laughs> It'll. I'll try and play it That'll as Richard Dreyfus from Jaws uh, when it comes up. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, on the so you catch a, a ferry boat over to, and this isn't a boat of gay people, but it's you know a boat <laughs> that just brings things back and forth between Kingsbury and Manx. What's Manx. wrong with party boats? Um, and maybe you're having these conversations along the way. So a couple of days go by, you arrive in Kingsbury. Now we're, we're going to switch the scene here over to JJ and Strong Dawn. Uh, where is, whereabouts and what is Strong Dawn doing at this time? Uh, Strong Dawn is relishing his freedom in the bazaar. Um, he is uh, just smelling all the various scents of the different foods and ethnic cultures that are part of this city. Do the listeners know what he's relishing his freedom from? Do they know his background at all? No, they don't. Not yet. Okay. So when, when you guys arrive, he is in the bazaar, the big town square uh, area in the middle of um, Kingsbury proper where uh, people come in from all over. As a matter of fact, there were a few tradespeople on the ferry that you guys took bringing stuff to the bazaar to, to put on display. Just about anything you can find. Um, anything, including things like beaver pelts, um, nice. are found <laughs> in the bazaar. So uh, spices, clothing, uh, leathers, anything that you can find uh, in the world is found in this capital of Kingsbury, and it's brought here from elsewhere. Kingsbury itself doesn't produce a whole lot because it's just a consumer capital. Gotcha. So that's where you find Strong Dawn. So um, I'll mention to you, I'll just say, I'm going to try to convince him to come with us. Just kind of... Is he friendly? Um... I'm not sure yet. That's what I'm going to find out. Okay. 
So he's been through a lot. So I'm going to approach you, and I'll kind of come up next to you and put my arm around you and be like, Strong Don, congratulations. Well, what? What did I win? <laughs> for your freedom, man. For, for the, oh, yeah. the ability to be here, looking at all this. Have you tasted this yet? No. Oh, is it good? It's the spiciest thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> it's not supposed to be spicy. <laughs> <laughs> what it is he's been eating like <laughs> gruel so and water for 20 years <laughs> so what are you going to do with yourself now I don't even know I just skinny John here contracted me out to kill some rats in his basement so you're skinny killing rats huh? I am currently killing rats okay well what if I told you I had a better job than killing rats what exactly would this job entail well I'm putting together a group to, 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 to go adventuring, um, and it's something that would provide you certainly more fame, fame of your own, certainly more than killing rats. I guarantee that. But it'd be, it'd be, it would be a job where you could go out. Imagine going into the wilderness with a group of your own free will, your own mission, your own goals, nobody telling you, you have to go fight this person, and I get the money. Or I get the glory, but you have to do the work. It would all be your yours to capture, as much or as little as you as you can take. This does sound appealing. Is Demaya hanging around close enough to listen in? So, um, I'm just curious. Demaya, at first, you know, she let him approach, and she's kind of watching from a distance, trying to see if the the barbarian has any tells or anything that she could pick up on. She notices that he's kind of rough around the edges, and. She deduces that this guy has been not around many, many women mm-hmm. in a while. So she kind of scuffs herself up and tries to look appealing to a barbarian. You know, he wouldn't be attracted to, like, a, a fine specimen. How, how quickly do you grow a mustache? <laughs> no, I mean, like, this gross. Not like this disheveled hair, maybe tears her skirt a bit and, you know, kind of dirties her hands and kind of approaches them and goes, yeah, barbarian. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Why do you approach ruffian? Why <laughs> approach ruffian? <laughs> well, you know, I'm just I'm just a girl looking for a guy. This is Demaya. <laughs> this is a guy. <laughs> so you introduce me. Yeah, I'll say okay. this is Demaya. This is one of the people you'd be adventuring with if you decided to join us. Are you certain? What do you mean? Am I certain? Yeah, I'm, I'm asking certain. you. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm certain. She's one of the best Odd. thieves around. What exactly is a thief? A thief is somebody that when you have a task you need done, they're like helpers. They help you get the things you need to, to accomplish your missions without you having to get hurt yourself. If the, or if you need to be quiet about it. I need more of this. Does he have his globe or more something? Food. No, the, he wants I don't more have the food. a globe. I, don't, I, want, I want more of the <laughs> food. I'm putting, I'm putting it in a bowl of curry. You want more? Is there anything on his person I could lift to kind of show him my skills? I have a basket on my head and a loincloth. There's nothing, like, attached. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I mean, you can lift it. It's attached, <laughs> I promise. Detachable penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so, like, he's he's off, like, just... Do you have adventuring gear? I do have the adventuring gear. I don't know if I would so it could be keep it on me or not I'll say, right now. I'll say, Demaya, why don't you see if you can go around and... Get this man a few more things to tr- to eat. 
A few oh. different dishes to try. A few different dishes to try? Okay. Do you know of any good dishes? Oh, I know of plenty of good dishes. Mm. <laughs> and she doesn't have to pay for them either. See, that's the benefit of having a thief. I didn't have to pay for this either. I killed rats. Oh, well, okay, but she doesn't have to do that either. Okay. Just, just, just watch. Just watch. Just wait. So, like, you don't know how to kill rats? I have no This need. isn't about the rats. <laughs> so Jemiah kind of casually goes around and, you know, she lifts an apple here and, you know, <laughs> so maybe a plum here, some, some nuts, and, you know, comes back with, like, this little smorgasbord and... Hands so it over to would to would Strongon be watching her as she's walking around? I'd be curious. Yeah. So when she walks by a table that has something on it, as she walks by, the thing vanishes, and it's like where she's walking by, she's leaving a non trail behind her, and comes back with the things that you see vanished, and hands you a plate, and says, "See, I can I can procure things. I can be useful." I and see. I don't have any rat guts on and my hands. And I don't hands. have rat guts on my hands. <laughs> but I wanted more of this. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> okay. So I, she, like, she, pre- she presents him and he goes, I wanted more of this. And she kind of like reaches over and pulls out, like takes off his adventures pack and he goes and like holds it up in front of his face and goes, if you want more of that, I can get it with this. And you're like, where the hell? How did she grab that? Fair enough. <laughs> Anyways, so, so if I have to, I'll buy the damn curry. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. It's very good. But she did that to show you that that's the kind of uh, the caliber of person you would be working with on this job. She's the best. She's the best thief around, and we need the best fighter. And from my experiences and from my knowledge, I feel like that's you. I so see. I'm here to provide you with an opportunity to get riches, fame, and glory. Or you can sit around staring at curry and killing rats. It's up to you. That likes me some curry. <laughs> this is good. Mustard on it. Mm. Can I get Tires. curry elsewhere? There's curry. We'll, I can show you the finest curry. We'll bring the then curry. We need to find and we'll, the we'll, we'll, curry. Even, we'll even buy this curry for All you. All right. I can show you the curry. <laughs> Hot and spicy, spicy and splendid. splendid. Oh, gosh. We're all over the place Tell today. Me barbarian. <laughs> I will accompany you. Great. But I still don't understand how she could help. Well, we'll just have to see how that plays out. She will help. I, I promise. I don't, I don't invite people to, to, to a party that are not useful. So. Are we going to spend the night here? Sure. I think I think that's wise, yeah. Okay, so while he's like, I still don't see how she could help, I'm just going to be like, hold on a second. I'll, I'm going to go get us some rooms. So she goes and fixes herself up and goes to the largest inn and sweet talks the inn owner into giving us three rooms for the night. See? Now you don't have to sleep in the rain. <laughs> but I already had a room with Skinny John. <laughs> <laughs> but Skinny John smells... This is your room. And he's you, super skinny. I mean, you need to get used to the idea that you can have your own things. You don't need Skinny John. You don't need his room. And but this is her room. She got it for no, me. No, no, it's not. You have one of your own. Barbarian, go in your room. <laughs> Enjoy your rats. <laughs> go and here, your, go to your room. Here's here's a bowl of curry. We're gonna actually put the bowl like on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> there's some. He curry. kind of bends over and shuffles towards it. Oh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> oh God, no. Oh. <laughs> We're going to buy him some underwear. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't let the Birds. boys out. No. <laughs> My eyes. 
Um, now, uh, the next day, you guys pack up and you bring them out. Uh, Aglinor will bring them to the monastery. So it's been approximately a week from the time Aglinor left uh, the, uh, the wizard and the druid at the monastery. And on your return, it's time for the party to meet each other. So uh, we'll flip it around now between Fritzy and Shady or Shadrock. What are you guys doing at the, as uh, Aglinor comes back with two new party members? All right. So when I got there, I was a little bit beat up. So the first day or so, I was I was just sampling the delicious uh, Saint Saint Angelique Stout uh, all day long, and then after that, I found <laughs> the. A uh, group of dwarves. Their their last name, uh, Hackshield. The Hackshields. Um, Were you very drunk when you found them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're they're like the the face of the the monastery because the the monks are have a vow of silence. So they they're bringing in this money, but but the Hackshields take care of it. Um, but I thought that I could um, use a ritual. To maybe place some protective runes on the walls around the monastery, so that it would keep the undead people out. Because I had a bad experience with the undead, and I do not want to get involved with them. Where I'm that—that that was stay a pretty here. bad experience. Yes. So, uh, the ritual thing. Um, so, kind of like what we just did with with, with Mickey and Demaya, we're just going to let this one happen. And once we get the party together, we'll worry about roles and stuff. But go ahead and describe what it is, because it is a wizard move, but don't worry about what it required this time. All right, so um, I like I went around the outside and like subtly etched um, different runes into the walls around there. So when, it, when Undead would approach, and they, even if they'd try to go through the gate, the gate would have like this invisible barrier that wouldn't let them come in. Okay. So, that's so there's what, just like 30 undead like trying to walk, and they're all just gathering <laughs> like, up right there. Like, like, oh, like in The Walking Dead where they get stuck on these pikes exactly, and they just yep. keep trying to move. Yeah, Great. And while Fritzy's been doing that, I've been but staying... But it's super safe inside. <laughs> <laughs> I've been staying fairly close to the monastery, but venturing out a little bit more, uh, mostly because I find Fritzy uh, initially intriguing and then very tiresome. And don't understand why he wears the top hat that he's wearing. Uh, and <laughs> I need Fritzy, to, baby. <laughs> I need to get away from him and spend some time uh, with the animals and the plants and the uh, that are around the monastery. Do you uh, feel like uh, Shady would develop any kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, attunement with the monks who aren't anywhere near as civilized as you have found other people? They have very strict routines, but there isn't, you know, they have none of the fancy things around. Well, I'm definitely intrigued by the monks because they seem much more solitary and quiet, which is more in line with my background, particularly over the last several years where I've been in the woods by myself. Actually spending this time with, uh, with Algenor and Fritzy, while interesting and exciting, is very draining for me. Uh, so as essentially what we would call an introvert, I have to get back into nature to recharge. And so I've been out um, getting to know the animals in, in the area around, talking with them, forming bonds. Um, okay. The squirrels are particularly friendly around the monastery. And, oh. and although it's not nature, the monastery itself is as close as you get without being nature. It is all rocks and wood. 
Uh, the, the entire monastery is made out of rock, stone, or wood. Right. It does so there's not no feel fanciness. Like... There's no metal. Right. Uh, you know, like they don't have carvings on the walls that are gold etched and stuff like that. It's just it's very plain. So it's a very comfortable place for me, mm. except when Fritzy's had too much of the ale. <laughs> mm. And then it's it very it loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's he's still amusing in his own way. He gets a little, he gets a little too handsy when he gets drunk. <laughs> So, so it, perhaps too. you guys run into Shadrock outside the monastery that before. Blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's when the blood tastes. <laughs> <happens. laughs> All right. So uh, you you may be outside the monastery. The the this group might find you first. Okay. What what would you be doing outside that they might see? Uh, that they might want to see. I Whoa. might be actually um, climbed about a third of the way up a large evergreen tree outside of the monastery, trying to talk to a bird up there. So oh, dude. I, so, so not the way I want to find you. <laughs> yep, that's our, uh, that's our druid, I guess. So I, they're actually coming up the road to the monastery, and I'm up in the tree, and I, I can see them coming. And uh, perhaps perhaps even before they see me, and I'm just going to stay up there kind of perched and see what happens. So you recognize Aglinor, of course. Uh, I'll say, oh, he- hello, Shadrock. Th- um, this is what you have... Us hanging a barbarian who's obsessed with curry and a guy that talks to birds. <laughs> He's a druid. <laughs> That's what they do. Just maybe, maybe you can this. hop out of the tree and like turn into a bird and then fly down and then like they'll be like. <gasps> <laughs> That's exactly See, what the, I was the, thinking. The key like, to the druid is an insane person talks to birds. A druid hears them back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would I know that? Like That's actually soon- exactly what I was thinking. With so I'm perched up there. You know, 30, 40 feet up in this tree, and I see them coming up. And I actually do like Algenor. We we hit it off. We had a, a good time together. I think you said it so, different each time. Uh, yeah, yeah, you I'm, have. Have I? It's been Alignor, um, Algenor. <laughs> I thought he said Eleanor I'm at one gonna point. I'm just going to call yeah. him Al- Adley. <laughs> Except I'll screw that up. Adley? <laughs> see, this is why I did the name tags. He's wearing one. Right. I'm wearing a name so tag, I see man. Aglinor, the bard, <laughs> yeah. who to me, you know, I, I knew of and know that he, he's been around for centuries and he's potentially this epic figure. So um, I actually will do exactly that. I, I basically jump out of the thing, momentarily turn into an eagle, soar down, and then walk up to him and say hello. So I'm like mid-sentence, this is what you got me hanging out with, a freaking barbarian and a guy that talks to what, what the hell is that? See, he does more than talk to birds and animals. Oh, shit. And I say, well, it's easier than climbing down. <laughs> I'll say Shadrach, this is Demaya and uh, Strong Don. These are the other two people I had to go get to help us with our with our problem. I'll look at them and, and nod quietly. And I would say on first glance, you would think that Strong Don really should have been there when you guys fought the skeletons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. He would be the one person that would match up to what you wish had been around at the time. That's what I'll tell you. I'll say, we won't have to worry about skeletons so much this time. <laughs> Excellent. So I'll nod politely, but be so, fairly quiet. So where's Fritzy? Yeah, and we'll leave that to Mike. So where's Fritzy going to be found at this time? So, so Fritzy's over at... Uh, and we're going to say, as usual, midday. You're going to arrive midday. I think so the um, make it easy. That the brewery would have a little bit of a, a room where the guys hang out, and, and he's he's there, and he's doing like basic magic tricks, like little like <laughs> like ring tricks and... Uh, <laughs> And card tricks for the people, and they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, have, 
prestidigitating anything. Yeah, yeah. And every time he, he does something, they 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 put another glass in his head. Oh, and so of you're course, in the he's taste like, testing oh, no, room. I couldn't. Oh, well, no, okay. Yeah, that's oh, quality yeah. assurance room. That's it. Yeah. Is this like proper magic, or are you just doing sleight of hand? Um, I don't think he does sleight of hand. <laughs> <laughs> he's way too cool with real it, magic. It looks like sleight of hand, but it, it, there's a lot more magic in it than than probably should be. Yeah. <laughs> he's too lazy to sit there and yeah. learn sleight uh, of hand. Are you probably. doing this for the dwarves or for the monks? Or I'm in there for the dwarves because the dwarves are making the beer. Yeah, the monks yeah. are they're walking on doing their monk thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's actually the monks that do all the distilling and the brewing. The monks do all the work. The dwarves make the money because they can talk. They don't really. Yeah, the monks aren't aren't really talkative. Yeah, you you would be hanging with the dwarves. That would be uh, the the ones that are putting stuff in casks and bottles and such. The workers uh, on the the assembly line, if you will. Okay, so we we all walk in. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I kind of like hang them. back and watch him to see if I could figure out how he's making the cards disappear and whatever. And I'm like, that's not sleight of hand. How is Fritzy dressed? Yeah, that's whack. Uh, Fritzy, uh, like normal, has his his long uh, leather coat and his his top hat on his head. But his top hat from the skeletons has a a slash in the side that he has uh, hastily stitched back together with some thicker than than usual thread mm. of a different color as of well. A color. Oh, yes. okay. that's unfortunate. So a patchwork top hat. Yeah, nice. I'll say that. That's that's Fritzy. I told you he was charismatic. And I, uh, he's I, something. And I walk. <laughs> I'll walk up to her and have my my mug of beer. And then when I get close, I like do a hand motion. And the mug of beer turns into a rose, and I hand it to you. Oh, we've got a smooth one, don't we? <laughs> Wait, where did our libation go? <laughs> oh, barbarian, get in there. <laughs> We'd kind of said, kind of said last time with with Fritzy, um, you know, you you in real life you find the um, the hot girls with the weird dudes. He's that weird dude who I'm can pick up all dude. the hot girls. Mm-hmm. We've got a smooth one here. Yes. So who's this guy? Fritzy. Yep, that's Fritzy. He's he's the he's our wizard. I am probably one of the only out of shape elves you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Fritzy. No, the pleasure's all mine. Oh, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> Fritzy's a great skeleton killer. Uh-huh. Well, eventually, <laughs> he's he's a good tackle dummy. Anyways, <laughs> he also stops them from reaching the ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So can I do um, Spout Lore to see if I know anything about Fritzy? Um, you can ask him. Fritzy, do I, have I met you before? <laughs> uh, I don't know, baby. I'm in a lot of late. I'm in a lot of late. You went kind of Stallone there. I don't know. You'll know I'm in a lot of late. As far as that goes, your knowledge of other characters normally is just whatever you learn from them or whatever you make up together. Aglanor is a, a, a unique character in this way because that character may become an NPC and rejoin back and forth as we have different guests or Chris comes back. That character is unique in that way, which is why we're doing the spout lore there. Okay. So. And um, just for your knowledge, don't ever ask if you can roll. You'll just be told it. if you can roll. All for right. the most part, yeah. You're going to be describing what you're doing. And at some point, that triggers the rule. Okay. So, have we met before? Fritzy. I don't know, baby. I don't know, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You'll know. I just don't know. I don't know. I'm going to wander over and uh, get myself a mug. So, tell me about yourself, Fritz. 
Can I call you Fritz? I, the ladies usually do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the wizard. Um, Aglanor, as uh, Strong Dawn is grabbing a mug of uh, brew, the, the dwarves essentially look over to you for approval. Mm-hmm. They I'll, want to know it's okay. Yeah, I'll tell them it's fine. Just don't get in his way and don't don't ask him about anything. <laughs> I, I and think don't I've, offer him curry. I think <laughs> I've already told the dwarves that uh, that our friend Aglanor, uh, the legendary Aglanor, will be covering her tab for this. <laughs> <laughs> that could be why they look to him for approval. Uh, there you go. I figured stuff like that would happen. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're chatting. You're, I'm chatting you up. You're chatting me up. So I'll come. I'll come to you guys and say so. While we were gone, what did you guys find anything out? Did you investigate anything? What have you done? Well, the uh, the Trenger Monastery is very safe right now because I, I added some runes to the walls. Okay. But uh, the the foreman here, uh, Hackshield, he uh, he said that a lot of the the transports are getting hijacked and there's a bunch of monks missing. Hmm. So it could be involved with your Hazara person, or it could just be some some bandits or some some skeletons. Yeah. Well, it's worth checking out either way. I mean, if it's involved with this monastery, then then we need to we need to look at it. Why is this monastery important to you? Well, this this was the initial place that um that I knew of there was trouble that I suspected was as a result of his R and in his actions. So I would, I would think anything related to this place. I would like to, I would like to look into. Okay. So while, so you, you, while you guys are standing around talking, the, the lead dwarf of the, the hack shield company, Thargus, he comes up now. Thargus. Yeah. Um, T H A R G U S <clears throat> Thargus hack shield. Uh, he knows Aglanor. Uh, and he has come to know Shady and Fritzy. Uh, but he comes uh, up to you guys while you're chatting about, um, and uh, he, you know, he welcomes you back. And, um, you know, Aglanor, you've brought more. Of course. How, so. goes, how goes the venture? Well, we're, we're all together now, at least. I hope it goes well from here. Good. We've just lost another shipment, unfortunately, headed to Kingsbury. You may have, well, maybe you hadn't passed it on your way here. We we did come from Kingsbury, but no, I didn't see any abandoned transporter. Right, so unfortunately, they're taking everything now. Well, who are they? Uh, like what you guys described when you arrived, it appears that it's mainly uh, things that have been, we'll call it reanimated, like the skeletons, and, mm. and now uh, we've actually seen animals that are coming back, well, from dead animals. Okay. So we had one, uh, one of our... our transports came back with uh, one of my family members. Uh, he was slashed up by a what he called a dead bear. Hmm. So that was <laughs> a bit unfortunate. So do you know where these transports are being taken to? Somewhere we could go look into this? Uh, that's uh, We don't know at this time. We're, okay. we're not equipped to investigate that. Okay. Um, Perhaps you are. Yeah, do you know a typical point in the in your travels where they go missing we could start there uh some sort of uh, not even not point. even a day out on the main road okay what if so? what if we did the next shipment you got to have another that, that that's what i'm saying we have we yeah to, we're we working except for what he the the barbarian is all drinking we are readying the next shipment to go out later tomorrow 
Okay. Well, then we, we should be on that shipment for sure. Great. So, everybody, gather your things, collect yourselves. <laughs> and get him to stop drinking so we can fill a cask. Yeah, stop drinking. Not, well, but it is stop good. drinking. Just <laughs> tone it down a bit. Slow and, down a bit. Yeah. And, uh, and let's get ready to leave out of here tomorrow. All so right. one of the things I want to check on, because we are going to go out on an adventure now, let's look at rations, because there are starting things that you have, and I know, uh, JJ, you mentioned the Barbarian uh, Strong Dawn did start with dungeon rations. Ten. Ten. And when we count rations, the only one who doesn't need to count it, the Druid, Shady, is uh, uh, at one with the earth, sustained by nature. Or I think it's by nature sustained. Uh, so the druid does not need to eat or drink. Everyone else will. So what we'd like to do, and now the monks and the dwarves will supply you with what you need, but what I'd like you to write down is maybe five rations. And everything in the game really counts in units, and it's a lot easy to, easier to keep track of. A one dungeon ration is five uses, so you probably have two if it says ten. Yeah. Right. Should I take rations so I, I can I give them to, to other people? The it's not necessary. Care? I mean, it, it would really be up to you. Would Shady actually carry food for others? The being the person he is, the the druid, the character, the outcast, if you will. Would he carry food for others at this point? Probably in his not life? at this point. Right. So if I start with five rations, mm-hmm. and you're saying we get five more? Well, I'm saying if you don't have any, it's uh-huh. easy enough to equip yourself for the journey. Okay. Because they'll okay. supply you. Gotcha. Now you can figure based on information you have so far. You've got less than a day of travel. Unless you're stuck somewhere for three days, you're mm-hmm. fine with you know five rations, right? Okay, okay, I'm good with that. So we'll do that. Um, I think you had used up ammunition before. I had, yeah, all of it. Okay, so let's go ahead and put you back to three. Yeah. So the the bard can have his uh, restock his arrows <laughs> with the amount of trade that goes through here and the the guards they'll put on wagons every now and then. Uh, normally, back and forth between Kingsbury, there is no danger. It's only mm-hmm. started recently. So they usually only use armed guards on some ships that go out from St. Angelique to other places. Now they're having to arm themselves more often, so they have some armaments there. Getting more arrows is easy. Great. Uh, And when you think of what you need for an adventure, does everyone feel like your equipment kind of covers what you need? I believe so. I've got my poison. I've got got my my poison. I can turn into a rattlesnake, so I'm good. Well, that's venom, right? I can blow. I've been chastised for that so many times as as GM or DM when I tell someone, the snake bites you and you're poisoned. That's venom, dude. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> it's happened to like a zillion or three times. A zillion. <laughs> or three. Zillion. <laughs> One or the other. So let's make sure everyone's comfortable there. And what we'll do then is next day... Um, it's kind of about 2, 3 in the afternoon. They get everything loaded up on a wagon that's uh, pulled by a, a couple of, we'll, we'll use oxen again. You guys are going to get on a wagon yak. with oxen pulling yak. it. Yak. Well, one of the oxen yak. is named Yak. Oh, okay. Mm. How's that? So there are two oxen that pull the wagon, and it's, uh, you know, it's a, a three and a half, four day journey to get to Kingsbury normally, but um, expecting problems, of course, uh, can happen before then. While we're traveling, mm-hmm. I'm going to be playing the. Uh, on my pipes, I'm going to be playing the song from Smokey and the Bandit. Ah. Got a long way to go and, and a, a short, short time, time to get, get there. there. <laughs> <laughs> now, are we supposed to be looking like... Um, We're going to do what they say can't be done. What do you call uh, you, it? You can't look We're like vulnerable. a group of dwarves, first off. So there's going to be something different. Yeah, like, can we look, yeah. try to look vulnerable or something? 
up to you guys. How do you want to try so to look? So I get the brilliant idea that I'm going to put on a dress and a bonnet. Take your armor off. Oh, for crying out loud. Oh, jeez. No, you know, I'm not sure they would have one at the monastery for you to put on. They got robes. Yeah. And I could just bash in a bonnet. There you go. I think we should just hide in the covered wagon portion of this and then just jump out the back. I'm, I, I, I want to drive. No. But you, <laughs> you told me I'd had freedoms. Yeah. You can have some freedoms, but you can't. But no one has complete freedom. You can have oh, freedom within the, the group. Then the fine print hits. You can't just do whatever you feel like doing all the time. You if signed everybody the contract did that, already. There'd be, there'd be chaos. <laughs> but I want to drive. Well, the dwarves need to drive. We need them to to make this happen. If you drive, then we may not be attacked, and this is all for this is all a waste. But I'm in a bonnet. I know that's part of the problem. Oh. <laughs> How so. many wagons are there? Uh, it, it'll be just one. Just one wagon. Yeah, it's one large, uh, called like a flatbed wagon with a bunch of casks on it and a few um, uh, wooden crates that have bottles of spirits in them. Spirits. Here, so, you could sit in the back and you can um, enjoy some of the spirits. Some of I the spirits. No, oh, it, it made me sick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Hungover barbarian. barbarian. As it's put together. <laughs> Cross-dressing barbarian. There is one of the regular, I'll just call it regular dwarf, a generic dwarf, but the, the guy who's going to drive the wagon is part of the Hackshield family, Hackshield clan. It's Borden Hackshield, and he is a cousin to Thargus. They're all cousins. Yeah, I thought you were going to call him Gene Eric. Gene Eric. Gene Eric. Gene Eric. Generic. Oh, I get it. That's the other guy's name now. Thank you. Uh, the other dwarf is Gene. Um, and he's the one that, that makes sure everything gets loaded up. And uh, Borden checks the manifest, uh, makes sure everything is on the, the wagon itself, gets you guys assembled, you know, you're all ready to go. Uh, and they get the wagon started out. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to take this as undertaking a perilous journey because we know there is danger about. Ooh. So on the back of on the back of the basic move sheet is advanced, uh, special moves, and there is undertake a perilous journey move. So who wants to be the trailblazer, the scout, and the quartermaster? And remember what those are. The trailblazer is who gets you there quicker or slower, depending on the role. Your scout is a person who uh, catches danger before it catches you. And then your quartermaster is the person who saves on rations or eats them all themselves, depending on the role. And, and they're, they're all, all wisdom, wisdom roles. Right? They're all wisdom, yes. So I think on a mission like this, Kurt has, or not Kurt, uh, Shady has the best wisdom. <laughs> he should be the scout. So he should be the scout mm-hmm. looking for a danger. Right. We are Worked well danger. last time, didn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I have the danger. I just don't always deal with it. Yeah. be the only one else with wisdom i have a zero so i could do one of the other two no you got do you have wisdom uh, no. no i did pretty well with the quartermaster thing last time so i can do the trailblazer I'll, I'll go with that okay i mean sounds good well, let's do them in the order they're listed so let's go with the uh trailblazer first i think it is all, all right. right correct yeah trailblazer uh, uh, yeah i'm blazing trails blaze it six six well there's a fail i get no bonus okay so perhaps you and Borden are, are sitting up front arguing about, you know, should we really just be driving straight down the middle of the road? Should we go off to the side? You know, we're trying to get caught, blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm trying to convince him to kind of yeah. stay in the middle because oh. I want to act natural, but he knows we're going to danger. He keeps trying to hide the cart <laughs> and take sneaky ways. And 
and he is probably the whiniest dwarf you've ever had to deal with. Oh God! Well, and he, you know, he's very nasal. So the whole time he's arguing with, him, he's like, "No, I don't want to be caught. We need to be going off to the side oh of the road." Oh my And now I just want to kick him off the car. Yeah, that's fine. That's what you get for rolling a six. <laughs> for Mark experience as well, if you haven't already. Don't, don't roll a six, you'll get a whiny dwarf. I'll do it. <laughs> okay, the scout. So I rolled a seven, and I added two wisdom modifier for nine. That makes it That's a nine. Great. And quartermaster. So nine is the you perform as expected. Ooh. Ooh. I rolled an 11 plus one is so 12. Because of that, what we're going to say is the amount of time you spend on the wagon, even through the first day, you don't need to use a ration because there's uh, extra granola. 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 Anglinor. Or whatever. Anglini. <laughs> and Ganglador. Um, there's extra rations on the wagon, so you guys grab some of that. And, and there's, of course, plenty to drink. Um, uh, as you finish off the first day, so you started out late in the day. Um, you get only about eight hours or so be get, before it gets dark. Uh, and we're at that point, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, go ahead and make another, or, or use up another move called Make Camp. So we're going to stop... At, at the first night, because one of the goals here is to get ambushed, captured, or something, right? You're trying to draw out mm-hmm. the danger. Mm-hmm. So rather than just plowing through, we're going to take the make camp. And let's okay. go ahead and use that move up. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to make camp. Um, and because of that, we're going to take watch. So it's actually two moves. I always think of them as one. Uh, at this point, nobody's gotten hurt. We don't have to worry about leveling up. You don't quite have enough experience yet. Not yet. <laughs> Almost. Next yeah. roll, right? Yep, pretty much. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to use the take watch. So overnight, it's all wisdom again, of course. Great. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we'll split the watch up into just two people because um, Borden will insist on keeping one watch himself unless you want somebody to sit up with him. But we'll split it, you know, four hours, four hours, and four hours. They'll overlap. You guys can take watch. You guys, yes. it's well in your, it's in your capable hands. I think I'll uh, take watch with the barbarian, so you and Demaya can have some quality time. <laughs> <laughs> you mean wait till she's asleep and? Uh, I never sleep with party members. It's <laughs> <laughs> a rule, rule of thumb. Uh, I'll, flirt, I'll flirt. I'll flirt with them. There you go. So who who's going to go first? As, as the uh, sun is set, you finish up your meal. Again, we're not going to use a ration because of the good rolls from the quartermaster. Uh, but uh, everything settles down. It's dark out. People are going to take a nap now. Who's going to be up first? I'll let you have the first watch since it's a little lighter. Maybe my, my elven eyes would be a little bit better at night. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Kurt, go ahead and do that. Uh, take watch. Uh, you're on a watch. Roll plus wisdom. Nine plus two, eleven. Okay. He can butt. <laughs> of course, now is when I probably don't want to succeed on rolls. No, this is good. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. This is good. Um, because unlike before, you'll actually know before something happens. You always want to succeed. Yeah. yeah. Always. So, um, right near midnight, and this will happen on this first watch, right near midnight, you hear enough commotion in the woods around you to know it's not natural, especially as the <clears throat> druid. You know the noises you are hearing are of, let's say, it sounds like clumsy animals, which shouldn't be happening. You right. don't know many, like, like uh, wolves that go on three-legged races or anything. It's, right, right. Uh, It'd be cool if you did, though. That would be cool. <laughs> So, is it, would it be appropriate now to wake the other party members? Does that disturb Shadrock enough to do that? 
It is a disturbing well, thing right. for the druid. Others might just hear noises in the woods. To you, this is specific. What I would actually probably do would be to leave uh, Strong Dawn and transform myself into a raccoon or something with a good night vision and try to get closer to see what I can see. Okay. Are you going to tell him? Yes. Or just leave him? No, I would tell him <laughs> to, okay. that I hear something that he needs to keep watch, and then I'm going to go check it out. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to okay. we'll walk out of sight and go, form of a <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> so now you're going to do your shape-shifting move. Okay. Uh, and I roll that plus wisdom. So that 10. Wow, I'm rolling today. Good God. 10 wow. plus 2 for 12. So you're going to get holes. three holes. Now, nice. you had described. I am a raccoon. So <laughs> you had described turning into a raccoon as to have good night vision. Spend one whole piece garbage. I couldn't, I couldn't think of a bigger <laughs> night vision animal off the top That's of my cool. head. That's uh, cool. But what we'll do right off the bat is we're going to use one of your three holds so I can let you know what you see. Okay. okay With so the I'm, purpose being that you turn in and have good night vision to be able to look around. Right. And just so you guys know, the way my shape-shifting works is depending on what I roll, I get one, two, or three holds, mm-hmm. and a hold basically equals an action um, or, or mm-hmm. a desired effect. Um, and Strong Dawn, as Mr. Uh, Shadrock turns into a raccoon before your eyes, you get a strong scent of pine. You were noticing smells and stuff before. Um, you're not surrounded by pine trees, but there's a strong scent of pine as he moves away. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. His raccoons eat a lot of pine needles, apparently. Mm. <laughs> um, so uh, out there, use up one of your holds. And what you see is, um, for lack of a better term, decaying wildlife like animals. You see um, a a bear with fur and flesh rotting off of it, and it's just kind of lumbering its way towards your camp, as well as uh, a wolf and what looks like a bobcat, or what remains of one. Um, They are definitely not, you know, living as you know them. They're not making motions or movements or sounds like living animals. And the, at the current rate they're approaching, they would reach your camp in probably about five minutes or so. They're moving very slowly. Right. And we're right near camp. Yeah. You're out maybe 100 yards. Yeah. That's a lot for a raccoon. Yeah. It's a long Qu- way. He's quick. Right. Poor right. little guy. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any reason for me to stay as a raccoon. I've got three holds, but I can't think well, of Well, you've any. got two more now. Right. So yeah. two more. But mm-hmm. I mean, really, at this point, I would run back. Um, Get in the garbage and then turn back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would. You find two eaten apple cores. I would run back, <laughs> shift back to human form, okay. and wake Fritzy because at this point I'm more comfortable with Fritzy than with these other two. He wakes up. <laughs> yeah, it's Fritzy, baby. It's Fritzy. It's Fritzy. He's having a um, dream about himself. <laughs> it's Fritzy, baby. It's Fritzy. I, I'm glad that when I go to wake Fritzy, he's by uh, himself yeah. at this point, uh, and I wake him and tell him what I have just seen and. I'm like I'm laying in the back of the cart, probably made myself a little spot between two barrels or something, and uh, I, I wake with a, a start when I hear him right outside the the cart. <laughs> it's Princey, baby, and I'll tell him what I've just seen and that I think we need to we need to take a defense you know a defensive posture and be ready. All right, and then I'll start hollering for everyone else to get. get <laughs> Up and get ready. Like yeah. You know, cups his hands to his mouth and says, It's Fritzy! It's Fritzy! It's Fritzy! <laughs> would, I, like, would I hear all this before Once he start, starts hollering? Before he starts hollering or just when no, he starts there, there's no real noise out there except for the person who was on watch that had an exceptionally good role that noticed what was going on. Okay. 
And then if I can, after that, I want to transform into a hawk and go up to see. What, I'm, what I want to look for is whether there are any humans behind or with the animals. Okay. So go Hawk ahead and do or that. owl. Six. Six is not going to do Mark XP. Does that mean what, I don't see any humans, or does that mean I can't have good enough vision to see it? There are different ways to work it. Essentially, the way the game, the way I see it written is you get to turn into a hawk, but you don't really get much more than to do one thing, right? Now, see, but that's the diff- way, I like to play it differently. I like to play it as you didn't, most of the time, I'll say it as you didn't do, you didn't get what you wanted. So, like, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes someone goes to turn into, like, a rhinoceros to mm-hmm. be able to charge through stuff, and you turn into a two-foot rhinoceros, you know? Yeah. Or, or like in this case, you stay a human, but your arms turn into wings. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, <laughs> but we, we can't. We can or do in this case, it's like nighttime that. and hawks don't have good night vision. <laughs> or, right? But for right, now, owl would have been a better choice. What we're what we're going to do for now is we're just going to call it. We're, we're going to make it easy. Call it a, a failure, and it's you know really just because I'm watching the time. Uh, it's it's going to be a, a failure at this point. You're. It, you're not in tune right now. It's not working. Now, that's not to say you, say you can't try it again, but that failure propels something else forward. Right. That's the way it works. Okay. Um, and others are awaking, or awake, awakening, waking up now. And uh, what else? Together. Who is doing what? So, again, <laughs> if, uh, if Shady shared this information, you've probably got another minute or so. Um, I would like to uh, start playing the pipes that I have to give a plus one D4 forward to the Barbarian, to, uh, to, okay. to Strong Dawn. So. Now, if you could, while we're still getting started, just say the move that you're, you're doing. Okay. Uh, the move I'm doing is called Arcane Art. Okay. And it says, when you weave a performance into a basic spell, choose an ally and an effect. And the effect I'm choosing is one D4 forward to damage. Okay. So, and it's a roll plus charisma. Uh, ten. That'll do it. So... So now you have one. You have basically plus one d4 to your damage. I gotta roll another dice out. Yeah, next you gotta pick you, another die. Next time you actually deal damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you fail your next damage roll, you still keep it until yeah. until you actually deal damage. You got it. Um, let's see if there's anything else. I'm gonna take a nice nope. high spot on the wagon, and whenever I see something come out of the woods, okay, I'm gonna blast it with some magic missile. With magic missiles. Magic. I am going oh. to look for some place to kind of conceal myself, and as something comes by, okay. All right. So you're going to hide. I am going Let, to. We are going to use a defy danger with dexterity for that. Ooh. So you're going to roll two d6 plus your dexterity modifier, and we'll see how successful your hiding is. Very, very, very successful. successful. Yeah, so yeah, so Demaya disappears, essentially. Yeah. And it's it is sleight of hand, right? Yeah. <laughs> sleight of body. <laughs> uh and Strong Don, any preparation on um, his side? Like he starts like uh pumping himself up, like, you know, slapping his chest and yeah. doing a little dance. Want to oh. pump me up. What's that dance called? The haka. The haka, the haka. The haka is such an awesome haka. dance. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, so within another minute or so, you start to see the the reflection of animal eyes in the woods you know, right at the edge of the, the light you have. And from behind them, you hear muffled voices. And they're definitely voices of uh, humanoid-type 
right? So they're, they're, you can't make out the words, but there's somebody back there talking behind them. Uh, and that's where we're going to leave this one, right before, right before your camp is set upon. And we'll pick up the next one right at that point. My, my, my flute playing makes you feel all tingly. I'm gone, just so you know. You're like, oh, ooh, this is nice. I feel like I could do extra damage. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> I could do extra All right. Damage. Next time. Extra All right. damage. Everybody, you want to say bye? Bye-bye. 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 Peace. Departing from the Order of Trenger Monastery, Aglanor, Shadrock, Fritzy, Strongdawn, and Demaya ride along with a whiny dwarf in search of answers to the undead menace. During the first night, they are attacked by zombie animals. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.